I want to talk about a topic that was tough before, but has gotten even tougher in the last couple of years of pandemic. I want to talk about touch. Dear Queer Diary. Dear Queer Diary, touch is seen differently all over the world. I know that I have a lot of listeners who are in India, and honestly, I, I don't know too much about what the culture around touch is there. I know it's different from the United States, but I don't know the ways. And please reach out. I would love to hear from any of you if you want to talk more about that. But it is something that I wanted to address, and I apologize because this will be even more U.S.-centered than usual, so I I really do apologize uh, that that is the only perspective I can work from here. I would absolutely love to have more voices uh, later on talk with me about how this varies. Maybe I'll have more episodes where I talk about this with other cultures, but for now touch. In the United States, we have this very extreme perspective that comes from a history of colonization by Puritans and uh, other religious people that all touch is somehow inherently sexual and therefore bad. This is wrong, and it's difficult. Obviously, consent is the most important thing. Both people have to be consenting in order for touch to be okay. And that consent has to be overt and explicit. It shouldn't be implied. It shouldn't be, oh, I thought it was okay. It needs to be explicit. Not explicit in the sexual sense, explicit in you have to say it out loud. Touch is something that we all need as people. In varying amounts, absolutely. I mean, we don't all eat the same amount of food, we don't all drink the same amount of water, but we all need these things. Back before we had ethics boards, there were studies done that they took infants and they gave them everything that they physically need Food, water, whatever nutrients, warmth. But they didn't have any contact with other humans. And those babies died. Without touch, those babies couldn't live, even though all their other needs were taken care of. We need other people, inherently. We come from primates. We live in a herd. We're designed to think, how can I stay in the social group? No matter how far we feel from society, there's a part of us that will always need people at least a little bit. And touch is part of how we know that other people are there. Here in the United States, especially where I live, people don't have a lot of contact with each other. You shake hands. Maybe if you're really close with somebody, you hug them when you see them or say goodbye. But there's not a lot of casual contact. And that 
can be really risky and harmful. Like I said, touch is something that we need in order to survive. It releases a neurochemical called oxytocin, which can be released in different amounts and is associated with uh, some more extreme examples such as orgasm or childbirth. But it also comes out in little amounts when we do things like hug or hold hands or just have contact with someone. Here we have a tendency to shy away from any form of contact. We're told that if people are touching each other too much, that means that they're inherently sexually interested in each other. But as I've stated many times, sex is not the only reason people talk to each other because sex is not the only motivator for people. Casual, consensual touch is something we need to work on improving as a society. Right now, a lot of the casual touch I got in the past before the pandemic was by people I didn't want touching me because those were always the people who were the most bold, those who had no consent. And those who were concerned about consent apparently just never asked for it. They just assumed it was bad. It's a set of extremes that just doesn't work for anyone because nobody's getting what they want or what they need. Ask your friends if you can have contact with them. Normalize the idea that just because you are physically closer to someone doesn't mean that you want to have sex with them or that they have to be related to you. Those aren't the only two options. While there are some people who find this makes things complicated for them because oxytocin can be a confusing neurochemical, the more that we make it some forbidden thing, the more we're going to struggle. If we only ever know contact as sexual, how are we supposed to know it as anything else? If there isn't anything else to compare it to, we're not going to associate it differently. So the only thing that we can do is start making a change to that. Get consent. Make contact with people. Obviously, do so carefully during the pandemic. My hope is that, you know, by the time people are listening to this way down the line, that that's not something you're thinking about. But uh, unfortunately, I can't make that assumption because it's been two years already. Wooey! Um, not all people need as much touch. So maybe the people around you just aren't touchy people. But don't let that stop you from asking for what you need. You don't have to take it, but if you feel like you're not getting enough contact, if you're feeling alone, if you feel like it's just forbidden for you to be near anyone, talk to people about it. Because maybe one of your friends is struggling with the same thing. Talk to your friends. Communicate. Nobody can fix a problem if they don't know it exists. And nobody will stop feeling alone if they don't know other people are going through the same thing. So give it a try. It's scary, but I don't know. Send them this episode. Talk to them about how you feel. They're big, bold actions, but sometimes big, bold actions have a big, bold payoff. If you have any questions or topic suggestions, please 
reach out dearqueerpod at gmail.com. Give me a rate on whatever it is you are listening to me on and a, a review if possible. I would love so much to see if people are able to use what I'm making here. I talked a couple weeks back about just how grateful I am that people are listening to this podcast. And I'm, I'm truly very humbled that you all are paying attention to the things that a random queer person who just wants to be heard uh, is saying. But I do my best to look into these topics and to research them so that I can be fair to all of you and to help you. So I hope that it pays off. And I hope that you all stay well, stay safe, stay in touch, and stay curious. Thank you.